0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday. And uh, we had a bunch of news, just basketball news break yesterday and what kind of sent twitter into a bit of a tailspin with everything going on there was a lot we're going to lead though in today's show with the boston celtics and what's going on with them then i want to take a look at some other teams in the nba playoffs particularly that clippers mavs series even the portland trailblazers and denver nuggets series as well and then we're going to wrap up today's show doing a season in review on one of our favorites josh hart so let's dive into it all in today's edition of locked on pelicans this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. So yesterday early morning, Woj tweeted out like a kind of little mini bomb. And that was that uh, GM or who, you know top basketball decision maker for the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge, was considering stepping down. And this comes the morning after the Boston Celtics lost to the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday night to end their playoff hopes after a pretty disappointing season overall. And it was a little bit surprising to hear that because, one, he's kind of been there since 2003, I think, is when he when he stepped in that role. So he's been there a significantly long period of time. He's won a title there and he has consistently put a winner around the team. He only won one title with the Garnett Paul Pierce um, Celtics but never was able to replicate that level of success but they've been to the conference finals they've gotten far in the playoffs under his watch by all accounts like I wouldn't call him a bad GM I don't know if I'd necessarily want him running my team but he's not bad at his job and to get the uh, Celtics into the playoffs for seven straight years very very good also built up a war chest of assets through some pretty good and smart trades trades overall. So it was a bit surprising to hear this. And then the news really broke that not only was he actually stepping down, but head coach Brad Stevens is moving into Ainge's role to lead their basketball decision-making process. And the search for a new head coach begins. A lot of this was just, whoa, like, that's, that's a lot all at once. It made it seem like this team is in a little bit of a disarray. And I think I saw a lot of Pelicans fans trying to jump on the idea, whether truthfully or jokingly, of saying, hey, Pelicans should trade for Jalen Brown. And that's why I wanted to bring this segment up to tie it into why it's relevant to the Pelicans. I don't think that's going to happen whatsoever. I hate to throw cold water on this. It's fun to speculate. Please send me your fake Jalen Brown trades. I'll listen to them, but I'm going to probably say no to each and every one, mainly because I don't really see what the Celtics stand to benefit from this. This is not them going through a rebuild. I think more than anything, this was two guys that were burnt out in their current jobs, Danny Ainge in that one, and then it sounds like the main reason that Brad Stevens wants to take a break is maybe not travel as much, maybe not honestly work as much. You know, coaches work 19 hours a day, something like that, 18 hours a day, 17 hours a day to not have to do that, you know, gives you a little bit more time with family and just work-life balance, and that can be a very important thing. And I think he just kind of wanted to get away from that a little bit, but how he's still able to be involved in in the team run the team and have that you know kind of job that he wants so to see this isn't too surprising to me when you start to hear the stories of why these guys are stepping down it's not that it's a team in disarray it's just time to kind of move on and for the Celtics this could potentially be a good thing. We saw some reports over the past two years that maybe Brad Stevens wasn't reaching the players in the same way that he had been when he first started his tenure there. And when you coach a team for seven or eight years, you know, that message can get stale. It becomes tougher and tougher and tougher to be able to reach those guys. And that's why you see even successful coaches after a period of time sometimes step away. This was his eighth season, sorry, in the NBA as a head coach. It's a long time to be with one team. A really long time to be with one team and maybe the players just need a new voice to kind of get through to them kind of similar ish to what we saw here with Alvin Gentry and the Pelicans, you know, they needed a new voice, whether the Pelicans chose the correct voice or not is debatable and still up in the air and remains to be seen but I think this is when we look at this we go yeah we need to bring in someone new to just try and get through to these players in a different way and maybe kind of that fresh voice shaking things up ends up being the benefit for them and it really could be I think and so when I look at this situation in Boston I'm not like oh my god what the hell are they doing it's 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 a you know complete disaster I think they're just going to kind of do more of the same and try and tweak their roster and maybe try and figure something out with Kemba Walker but really run it back with the same group and there are two young guys in Jason Tatum, who's an absolute stud, and we know that, and Jalen Brown, who's still also very young and still very good. And because of that, I just don't see any reason why the Boston Celtics would trade Jalen Brown to try and... For what, right? For Ingram, probably not me, but maybe that would be the only real move for Zion, which that's not going to happen. Any trade you come up with with Lonzo Ball or what have you, it doesn't really make much sense to me because I would assume if they're sending out Jalen Brown, they want a better player coming back. And given the Pelicans roster, the guys that are better than Jalen Brown are probably untradeable because it's mainly really just Zion and to an extent B.I., I just don't see a way that a deal like that gets done. So I hate to throw cold water on that. Unless, and this came up in the live locker room chat yesterday, you can find some sort of trade where it's both Kemble Walker and uh Jalen Brown coming to New Orleans for Lonzo Balls, some salary filler, and like all of the first round picks that New Orleans has. And if you get that, maybe a bit of a different story. But that starts to get kind of kind of tricky to try and figure out. So I don't know if that's really, and I don't know if you'd want to take on Kemba Walker either, even if it means Jalen Brown's coming back to you. So that's part of the issue as well. So no no real trade probably going to be able to get done, which is disappointing because, trust me, I'd love to see Jalen Brown here in New Orleans. So coming up next, let's take a look at two teams, the Clippers and the uh, Portland Trailblazers, I think, are really interesting to look at as we continue some more wide-ranging NBA topics here on today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your cars, save money that you can use for literally anything else, food, vacations, your mortgage, your rent, whatever it is, working on your car yourself can save you a whole lot of money, let alone that mechanics and, and and dealerships are booked up for months right now. And you can't even get an appointment to get your car in to get fixed. And you need your car. It, being without one is probably one of the worst feelings there really can be. So if you're going to repair your car yourself, do not spend up to twice as much for the exact same auto parts or even 30 or 50% more, let alone 100% more, that chain stores are going to charge you. Rockauto.com is a family business to serve an auto parts customers online for 20 years and they're just gonna sell you the parts for the cheapest price possible everything from engine control modules brake parts tail lamps motor oil, fluids for your car, whatever it might be. They have it. It's going to be cheaper than going into a chain store. Whether it's a classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And the catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in there, How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by Indeed.com. You're the hiring expert for your company and what you really need is help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need the right hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. You need Indeed.com. The worst thing you can have is hiring someone that's not really great for that role or also just leaving that role open and not getting the work that needs to get done undone. So Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet, must have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. Within tools, with tools like Indeed Instant Match giving you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately and Indeed skills tests that on average reduce hiring time by 27%. You can choose from more than 130 skills tests that add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. So if you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms conditions apply. All right, so we're going to dive into some playoff news going on and kind of how it relates to the Pelicans too. So today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs and finals coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. So last night, the Dallas Mavericks beat the Los Angeles Clippers going up 3-2 to two in the series. The Clippers did even it up, which was really important because they looked like an absolute dumpster fire and looked like they might get swept in this series. But this was a close one, but ultimately closed out by Luka Doncic in this game. And again, makes you really wonder about the Clippers, that if they can't get out of the first round and lose to the Dallas Mavericks, what does it mean for the future of some of those guys what's it mean for the future of someone like Patrick Beverly of a guy like Kawhi Leonard of a guy like uh, Paul George and are they going to be willing to blow it up I don't think every team that flames out of the playoffs Boston Celtics are going to just kind of massively redo things but I think the Clippers and the situation that they're in and kind of the independent nature let's call it of Kawhi Leonard who kind of really does choose his own path might lead to them having to blow it up particularly along with an owner that is likely going to be impatient and not really paying for this team to be a loser and lose in the first round with the money that he's spending one buying the team building an arena and all of that so I wonder if he's going to look at this and want to make some drastic changes so as you're looking for trade targets maybe to kind of poach upon the Clippers Really could be one of them. The other one that I've I've heard a lot about, and look, I, I've mentioned this m- not not really seriously, is going to be the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard had an all-time game the other night. An all-time game on Tuesday night with 55 points and a double overtime loss. And that's kind of the key there. Loss. He is never going to win a title in Portland. He is an un- unbelievable player. His performance the other night was absolutely godlike. That's the best way to describe it, I think. And they're going to lose this series. And they're going to lose this series to the Denver Nuggets who don't have Jamal Murray, who's out for the rest of the postseason and has been out for the regular season now. That's not a great look if you're Portland in, in trying to feel good about your title chances in the foreseeable future. So by all accounts, it's not going to work there. They're a luxury tax team. They're really, really expensive. So they should trade Damian Lillard, right? It kind of makes some sense on the surface level. And I've seen a lot of people, particularly on Tuesday night, again, saying all of this. Maybe it's in jest. Maybe it's not. And it is fun to think about. But I'm here to throw more cold water on that one, too. There's no chance, even if you offered all of the first round picks, even if you offered Brandon Ingram and Nikhil and... Jax, and Kyra that the Portland Trailblazers would trade Damian Lillard. I think if there's an untouchable player in the league, more so than anyone else, it's probably him. He means so much to that franchise. He doesn't want to leave there. He's loyal. It seems like he's happy just making the playoffs every year and building a legacy in one city that he is never going to get traded as long as he wants to stay there. And that's the key. Unless he starts to get a little upset and wants out, They're never going to trade him, even if they're getting bounced out in the first round after getting bounced out in the first round or swept and swept and swept, which has happened before, right? They're going to try and figure it out and make it work around Damian Lillard because he's almost like a talisman for them, right? It goes so beyond just winning or losing basketball games in the playoffs there. And I think they know they're never going to win a title, but that city loves him. He loves them back. And there's just such a Wonderful thing that's going on in a small market like that with that team and that city and that star player. And it's awesome to see they're not going to do anything that potentially breaks that or rips that up. So probably no Damian Lillard. But keep an eye on the Clippers. Like I do think that's a team where if there's pieces there you like, you could really go out and get them because the Clippers are going to be ripe for kind of tearing it up and trying to retool and figure it out. But that means you've got to move some guys, and that's where a team like the Pelicans could try and jump on and poach a player that could be useful for this uh, franchise going forward. All right, season in review for Josh Hart coming up next, but before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action over at BetOnline and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for any sport, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't want to sit on the sidelines anymore during these Play us. Make these games really fun, even more interesting than they already are, by getting in on the action through betonline.ag. Plus, betonline is one of the only places that has odds on the WNBA. So, head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money. It's already like you want to bet right there over at betonline.ag. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right. Continuing our season in review series, still kind of going through the role players before we probably devote entire shows to Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, especially as well, and maybe a couple of others, too. But season in review on Josh Hart right now. This is... This is a tough one to kind of do. So overall, a bit of an up and down season for Josh Hart, particularly just due to injury um, ending his season pretty early. Only played in 47 games this season. Four starts, averaged 29 minutes, a little under 29 minutes per game. Didn't shoot particularly well, 44% from the field, 33% rounding up from deep. Averaged 9.2 points per game, eight rebounds, which is a very good number and is an average three uh, free throw shooter at 75 77 78 percent so he we know what josh hart gives you right there's there's no secret he's kind of this was his fourth year in the league and he's kind of been the same player his entire time here in the nba a guy that can come off the bench go out and give you rebounds a little bit of shooting but not great shooting and just energy effort and just tries freaking hard and you know what? That's a skill to me, a guy that's just going to leave it all out there on the court, go for loose balls, go for contested rebounds, and doesn't really ever give up. And when you watch him rebound at times, you kind of wonder how did he get that or where did he come from on a play like that? It's a valuable skill to have, particularly on a team that's kind of lacking some of that I don't really know what you call it necessarily it's just just lacking that right that kind of instinct that killer instinct to some degree of like I'm going to just do this and you have guys who can be lazy out there on the quarter times and Josh Hart is most definitely not that kind of player the scoring isn't isn't always there, but his best game this season came against Memphis um, back in the middle of February, February 16th, where the Pelicans won by 31 and destroyed the Grizzlies. He Finished with 27 points on the night. He was 6 of 11 shooting from three, and that was really going to do it, but also chipped in nine rebounds and a big win against Houston as well. Also, just a couple of days before that, he had 20 points and 17 rebounds. And in fact, he had two 17 rebound games this season. He's had four if you want to get above 15 rebounds. Those are pretty incredible numbers, I think. And they've almost always occurred in wins because this team at times has struggled with defensive rebounding. So getting a guard, a wing like Josh Hart, who's an elite rebounder at his position is really useful to kind of make up for what the Pelicans are lacking a little bit. And that's why as we look towards his free agency here, and this is what's coming up, he's a restricted free agent. That's where things get a little bit interesting. Is he a guy that's worth 15 million, 20 million? Like, no, not even remotely that. And if a team offers that to him, the Pelicans would be wise to let him walk. But is he a guy that, you know, at 10 million, 12 million, you'd feel okay with, given that he's filling a big need on the team? I'm starting to be okay with that number, particularly if maybe you believe his three point shot can improve. And if the three point shot can improve, being that kind of three and rebound guy, I think is good. He's not an elite defender. He's an above average defender. The problem is he's undersized at 6'5", and you don't see him getting those assignments on LeBron James, on Kevin Durant, and those type of elite scoring wings because he lacks the size there. But look, the rebounding, the hustle that he brings, that's probably the word I was looking for a moment ago, is so important to a team that, that lacks that and doesn't have that sense of urgency that Josh Hart plays with I think it's worth paying for that guy. You know, I'd rather bring him back than Lonzo Ball, I think, depending on the price for Lonzo Ball. So if we're doing the the buy-sell hold, it, it's like a little bit of a buy here on Josh Hart. I want to overpay him, but I'd like to see him back. And I do think it's a guy that could be moved and traded further down the line for a team that needs rebounding toughness a little bit of defense and, you know, all of that. So if there's a contender that could use him, they can probably give up a first round pick, a late protected first round pick for Josh Hart, uh, given what his contract might be, especially in that 10 to $12 million range, I think. So he's a guy that I look at and go, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. I think bring him back, you know, again, depending on the price, that's that's kind of what it comes down to in free agency. But a useful player to have that really does fit well and adds a lot of what New Orleans overall is kind of lacking. So there you go, season and review on Josh Hart. And that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.